Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Three, two, one. Welcome to another episode of the Happy Hour Betting Show. I am your host, Ricky Valero. On today's episode, we are going to break down all of our picks for week 11 of the National Football League. Um, last week, we had a solid week. As always, I am joined by my partner here at Clarkson. How are you, buddy? <laughs> well, our combined record shows that we had a solid week. Um, one of us did well. The other one did not. But it's, it's a new week, so I'm doing well. Let's get rolling. Yeah, it, it was, uh, it's was. it been one of those years for us in the NFL that neither one of us – like we had the one week where I think we were like seven and three, which is a really good week. Um, but we really haven't had a week where we've both just went off, right? You know what I mean? Like um, it's it, it was – last week we went um, – hang on. We went six and four last week, I believe. Um you know, and that's, you know, again, we'll take six and four all day of the week. You know what I mean? We're six and four. We're 50, 40, and three overall in the season, up 12 units. Um, and like we do each and every week, um, we recap our picks from the week before, before we dive into the current week. So, Clarkson, I'll let you have the floor um, so that you can recap last week's picks. Okay. Um, I went one and four. Uh, all four L's for us came from my side of things. Seahawks plus three, that was a loss. I really thought they were going to come back and 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 cover that at the end of the, the game in Munich. Didn't happen. Bears minus two and a half. I I don't know. Like they had I feel so like many chances. Whenever you bet on them, they had so many chances to win that game. So many chances. All they had to do was stop Jared Goff. That's it. Well, it didn't help Phillips through the pick six, so. Yeah. And then my one win was Browns-Dolphins over 47 and a half. Uh, I can't remember what that game ended at. But yeah. It was it was a barn burner for sure. I think the, the Dolphins by themselves scored like 35 points. Uh, Chubb over 79 and a half rushing yards. That was a loss. Um, they kind of fell. And this how we talked about it last week. Game script. The Dolphins got up so quick that game script really took him out of things. I mean, fantasy wise, he ended up with a with a touchdown to kind of salvage his his game. But with the fumble and the the Dolphins getting out to an early lead, it really really took the carries away from him. And Aaron Rod, this is the one that baffles me the most. Aaron Rodgers threw three picks against the fucking Lions, and against. Probably a top, what would you say, top five, top three defense in the NFL right now against the Cowboys. Yeah. Doesn't throw a single interception. Who picked off a, the opposing quarterback in like five out of their – or six out of their nine games or whatever the, the stat is. 
I really thought that that plus money there was going to be just easy money. And he looked like Aaron Rodgers again. It blew my mind. I don't get it. This, this guy's confusing as hell. Yeah, it's it's been a whirlwind of a season. And of course, you know, more recently they took the L on Thursday night football. They dropped a four and seven against the uh, Tennessee Titans. So that was that's definitely. I mean, against, but it's even in, against Coach of the Year Mike Mike Vrabel. Jesus, uh, <laughs> it's too early in the morning for all that shit. Um, well, what's wild to me is watching these Packers team. Like, I feel like I am officially done betting on the Packers just because I feel like every time I do. But it's crazy. I've seen a lot of people through the weekend after you pointed out the interception thing that I saw a lot of people that were in on that bet, and it just did not happen. And yeah. even when they were trying to come from behind, I was like, "There's, there's got to be the dagger somewhere, right? You know what I mean? So, I don't know. Quick recap for me for my picks last week with Clarkson going one and one and four, and with us going six and four overall. Uh, that means I went five and zero. Oh. Um, I had a hell of a week last week. Um, <laughs> not to brag, but I am eight and one on the last two weeks. Um, so I, I am definitely due for a dud this weekend. Um, Clarkson will probably go five and zero oh this weekend, and I'll go one and four. But um, I played with uh, some plays last week that were very uh, different for me um, in some aspects. And one of them was the taking the Chiefs and Broncos and doing a six and a half point team teaser with that. Um, brought me the Chiefs minus three and the Broncos plus nine and a half. Um, that hit Chargers plus seven and a half. The most scared I've ever been on a bet. Um, that was a wild end of that game considering the 49ers had the ball at the one yard line, had three tries to score, and even thought about going for it on fourth down. And didn't, and ultimately kicked the field goal. So the plus seven and a half stayed on board. Tom Brady over two t- or over one and a half touchdowns. That was a breeze um, against the Seahawks. Jalen Hurts over one and a half touchdowns. He had that at the half, so that was beautiful. And then of course the Dolphins minus three was my lock of the week. So a clean sweep last week. Uh, I felt really good about that. I feel good about some of my picks this week, which means, like I said, Owen five is incoming. So bet with caution. No, I'm kidding. We're gonna go. 10 and 0 this week. Um, with that being said, as we do each and every week, we're going to bounce back and forth. Each give us one of our plays for the week. Um, and until we end up going with our last pick, which is our lock. Um, Clarkson, kick us off without further ado for week 11 of the NFL. Uh, I want to preface my picks with I gave Ricky a set of picks earlier this week. Um, <laughs> And last night, as we were texting back and forth, um, planning on when we were going to record, I completely i i got rid of every single one of them and picked five new and got five new picks. Um, if they all hit the ones that I switched, I will be releasing those. Um, <laughs> and because you're not of, here last week, those were my five picks. <laughs> so those are going to probably all hit, and I'll probably go on five again. But anyway, uh, my first pick: Vikings plus two and a half. Uh, against the Cowboys. They are actually a one-and-a-half-point underdog, uh, home dog against the Cowboys, which doesn't make any sense to me. Um, Yes, the Cowboys are are an okay football team, but the Vikings have just found a way to win every single close game this year. I think I saw where they're the second – they have the second worst point differential of a eight and one team since the merger, um, which is 
a wild stat, but they keep it close and they find ways to win games, um, which is all you need to do in the NFL. So give me Vikings plus two and a half as my first pick. They've won seven straight games, and in all seven of those games, they've been one score games. It's wild because then you look at the game against Buffalo, they should have lost. Like that game was over. And then the fumble in the end zone happened and the rest was history. So that was pretty wild. Um, all right. So I'm dipping my hands back in the teaser cookie jar a little bit here. So I'm taking the Rams plus 10, the Jets plus 10 and a half. If you put those numbers together, you get minus 122. That might that number might be around minus 130 now, just because the odds shift since I started putting that bet in. But the Jets are seeking redemption coming off of a bye. Like, that, they got destroyed by the Patriots in that last meeting. And, and um, which, obviously, we bet on that game, too. You know what I mean? And we are the Jets podcast here. You know what I mean? We are the <laughs> Jets here. Um, I don't know when that happened, but we are, you know, 100% in support of Zaddy Wilson. So, you know, Zach Daddy is the man. Um, so, 10 and a half just seems like a, like a number. It's weird because, like, the Patriots are favored by three and a half in this game. And I understand what happened last game. And still, the Jets have a really good football team. And then, of course, Stafford's back this week. Um, one of the strangest lines of the week this week for me personally was Stafford back. I understand they're not playing well. I understand that uh, Cooper Cup's not playing. So, I understand that those variables are in play. But this is still pretty pretty good football team you know what i mean yeah they're taking on a saints team that's not a very good football team and hasn't been a football game good football team all year so that line actually opened at uh minus three saints so if you take that plus at seven you're at uh plus ten and a half so it's basically like a seven point teaser um staffer's back i like the i like the rams to keep it close if not win this football game um so 10 points just seems like a no-brainer for both of these games uh what's your next pick uh my next pick we're going to the AFC North here. Um, I've got Steelers plus four and a half again at home against the Bengals. Uh, the Bengals offense, I understand what they did with Joe Mixon last time out before the bye, but that's not going to happen again. Like Joe Mixon's five touchdowns again. What was that against the Browns? Yeah. And I just don't see them scoring that many points against the Steelers. I don't know how Mike Tomlin does it, but every year he's got a really good defense and always keeps – I mean, I don't know how often he gets blown out, but it seems like they never get blown out, no matter how bad they are as a football team. Um, I think they keep it close. I think this is a, a punch-each-other-in-the-mouth typical a- AFC North football game. Um, so give me Steelers plus four and a half. People forget that week one win over the Bengals as well in Cincinnati. Yeah. So this is a home game for the Steelers. These division matchups are always dicey. Um, this was actually, whenever he sent me his new picks, that was the one that surprised me the most, but I liked it a lot just because um, these division games normally are within a, within a field goal of each other. Um, all right, so my next pick is the Washington Commanders minus two and a half over the Texans, uh, a team that I never thought I'd even consider betting on, but – there's actually several different plays in this game that I really considered. Um, kind of settled in on the Commanders minus two and a half. They are favored by three. I just want to throw that uh, field goal shot out of there just in case some random things happen here. But Commanders have won three of their last four games since Heineke took over. at quarterback should probably be 4-0 considering they should have beat the Vikings, but their defense couldn't 
um, you know, you know, stand up and, and stop that team, which was another one of those one score games for the Vikings. But this team has looked really good. Um, I mean, you're talking about a team coming off of a huge victory Monday night, upsetting the Philadelphia Eagles, which, I mean, part of you could maybe say, oh, well, maybe they're going to be riding that high and they could have a lackluster uh, performance here against Houston. I just don't foresee that. Um, I like this team to win this game, and I actually wouldn't be surprised if this game is more of a blowout. Um, I think Brian Robinson is going to run all over the Houston Texans, just like everybody else in the NFL has. Um, I expect him to have a big game this week. Um, but yeah, give me the commanders minus two and a half over the Texans. It's weird. And also you, you didn't mention it, but Chase Young is back as well. Um, yeah. He's active again. So that defense really. They're five and five. Gets They're a shot. Gets a shot in the arm there with with the you know how good of a football player he is. Yeah, they're five and five right now, sitting only one game back out of, out of from San Francisco. They're two games back from Dallas. I mean, they're San Francisco in the playoff line. So this is a team that if they get a little bit more healthy, they can make a run. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, yeah. With that being said, my next pit, my next two picks are props. Um, give me Jonathan Taylor over eighty five and a half rushing yards. Uh, with right gone, Taylor's uh, usage has gone back to what it was last year. Um, he's get he and with Naheem Hines gone, he's getting a lot of the passing down work too. Um, the Eagles' run defense is terrible. I don't care if they signed um, the refrigerator off, uh, but. They got Ndamukong Sue, and they they signed somebody else. But those guys are coming off of not playing at all this year. They're they're gonna. I don't even know if Sue could potentially probably won't even be in game shape. I don't even know how much he plays this week. Um, the the Eagles have the thirty second ranked rushing defense in the NFL. Jonathan Taylor, I think, clears this pretty easily and, and gives and gives the Colts a, a hundred yard game. Um, the, the Colts' defense has been sneaky, actually pretty good, so I think they keep them in this game. Um, I know that the Eagles' offense could, like I gave last week with Chubb, could score a lot of points very quickly and get the game script out of Jonathan Taylor's hands, but the Colts really don't have much else going on, so I don't know what else they're going to do other than give Jonathan Taylor the ball. Um, but, yeah, give me t- Jonathan Taylor over 85.5 rushing yards. It would not surprise me if the Colts beat the Eagles. I know it's crazy to say that, but we saw the recipe to beat the Eagles, right? You know what I mean? Control the clock with mm-hmm. the ball, run the ball really well, control the clock, open up the play action pass, and it, re- it it sets them up for the recipe success. The Eagles have done something that is very confusing. They've got completely away from the run, right? This team has like molded themselves into like what the Bills are, right? What is the run game? It's only the, your best running back is the, is is your quarterback. That's and that's not right. Miles Sanders is actually a competent running back, and it's crazy to me that they continuously just forget that he exists on this football team. Because if you look at the game last week, Miles Sanders ended up with twelve carries for fifty four yards, but I think like through the first quarter he had like two carries, and it's crazy to me to watch that. I think if you make Hurts a pocket passer you can easily beat this Eagles team. And the and the Colts, like you said, the Colts have a pretty good defense. I mean, yeah. and if they control the clock and they keep like if you look at the like if you look at what the Titans did against the Packers Thursday, 
That first, like that drive, they had a drive that was like nine and a half minutes long. They're when you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply next drive like they had it was what like 18 plays for 86 yeah. yards and they didn't score and they yeah they didn't end up scoring <laughs> but like they, they were on the football field for like ever you know what i mean for two th for three quarters of the second quarter <laughs> yeah so it's crazy to me to watch that but um I, I like i said i'm not i'm not recommending it as a bet but it wouldn't surprise me um that if i have the colts in a couple of teasers because plus six and a half seems like a lot, but, or the Eagles just could come out and be redemptive and just go out there and blow the doors off of them just because they're pissed. But my next bet is one of the craziest bets I've ever seen in my entire existence. You're talking about a Baltimore Ravens team who I am just shocked that they are 13 point favorites at, even at home against the Panthers. I love this Ravens team. I love Lamar Jackson. And I understand that the Panthers are a team that's weird, but they've actually played pretty decently in the last four weeks. They beat the, they blew out the Bucks. Um, they should have beat Atlanta. They they shouldn't if they missed the extra point. They win that football game. You know, Cincinnati did them in, but then last week they beat Atlanta. Um, so it's a team that, or yeah, two weeks ago they beat Atlanta. No, they the last week. No, Thursday yeah, last Thursday. Yeah, yeah. it's a Thursday game. It's weird seeing the dates of like November 10th. <laughs> I'm like, what is going on? But it's a team that's, you know, that's playing decent football. But we did hear that Baker Mayfield is back in the saddle at the quarterback position. And you're going to be like, well, Ricky, he's, his prop's got to be one and a half touchdown pass. No, it's a point five. He has to throw one touchdown pass this week. It's minus 130. Like, mm. I understand Baker Mayfield is not the greatest quarterback ever, but this Ravens defense is not very good either. I understand they're coming off a bye. They might be a little bit more fresh, but all he has to do is throw one touchdown for this prop to hit. That's a no-brainer to me. Like, DJ Moore, <laughs> oh, this game's probably going to open. Baker to DJ Moore, 55-yard touchdown, boom. We cashed the first drive. You know what I mean? Like, that, that's to me is like an, I don't know. This is the wild. It almost was my lock. It probably should have been my lock. <laughs> this should have been my lock. There's actually one other bet that's very just as confusing as this one, but not as because Baker Mayfield over, over 0.5 touchdowns. He had to throw one touchdown, minus 130. This line is just completely disrespectful. So. <laughs> What is your next pick, my man? Uh, my next pick is also a quarterback prop, but it's uh, one that scares me quite a bit um, <laughs> because he's hit this total in five straight games. Um, everything about this game points to a shootout because uh, the Chargers are getting healthy. Um, Mike Williams is back. Keenan Allen – Looks like he's going to play again. Who knows with oh, him? Oh, <laughs> we need Mike Williams back in the worst way ever, man. <laughs> but my next pick before my lock is Pat Mahomes over 288 and a half passing yards. The Chiefs have no interest in running the ball. They're like the, the Patriots towards the end of Tom Brady's tenure there. Their run game is their short passing game. Um, I understand Mecole Hardman is on IR. I get that Juju Smith-Schuster is still in concussion protocol. I do not care. 
Pat Mahomes is going to throw the ball a ton. There, the over on his completions I saw was like 25 and a half at plus 100. That was almost my pick. He is going to throw the ball a ton like he always has. I mean, Pacheco could potentially take carry the ball a few times, but Clyde Edwards-Hilaire is not – I mean, he hasn't gotten a touch in two weeks, and Jarek McKinnon has caught, I think, six balls the past few weeks. Like I said, they don't have any interest running the ball. Pat Mahomes over 288 and a half passing yards. It is insane to me. Like, there's so many props in this game, just just Patrick Mahomes related, that I almost considered. I, I even <laughs> like the over two and a half touchdowns. You know what I mean? Right. <laughs> I, I like literally every prop that is related to Patrick Mahomes in this thing. And it's actually the way you set this up, perfect segue into my pick. Um, it's it's a prop pick this week. I might regret it, but you know what? Here we are anyway. Uh, I like Kadarius Tony over 50 and a half receiving yards. Um, as Clarkson mentioned, no juju this week. Hardman on the IR. MVS and Tony are the one and two receivers on this team. Obviously, if Kelsey, calm down, everybody. He's a tight end. <laughs> He's the number one weapon, all right? <laughs> but you have MVS, Tony, that they're going to have to get to. Now, listen, the Giants gave Tony to the Chiefs for, like, a pack of, you know, gum and a cheeseburger. So it's, like, it's crazy to me that Tony's actually really good if he stays healthy. And he showed that last week. He got wide open on that one play and, and scored that touchdown. But Tony had four catches. 57 yards and a touchdown in his second game with the team. Now you take out two weapons of this team, and now you're forcing him to be one of the top three options in this team. He's got the speed. The Chargers might be – they have a decent defense, but they can be thrown on. And the thing about it is, is Tony, you don't have to throw deep to Tony. You could throw it five yards, and he could take it to the house. You know what I mean? 50 yards is a low prop. I feel like this should have been a little bit higher had they known 100% Juju was going to be out. This might – jump up over the weekend but i like tony over 50 and a half yards a lot this week i like the chiefs and it's crazy to me like i might just make a parlay just on mm-hmm. Patrick mahomes props and just yep. go from there but um yeah official pick tony over 50 and a half receiving yards all right it's time for our locks of the week clarkson i think you've lost like four like you were hot, hot. yeah i think i was like five and two after week seven in my locks and i think i've made, yeah, missed three in a row yeah, it's it's our locks have been hot. You know what I mean? We've been dropping them like they're hot. You see what I did there? Um, all right, so that was awful. Um, so, with <laughs> yeah. that being said, um, we're nine, ten, and one overall in the season. Um, I actually hit my props last week. Clarkson went is five and five. I'm four, five, and one. Um, let's let's hear that. Uh, which I just realized I posted our week eleven locks as week ten locks. What an idiot. Um, but uh, yeah, go ahead and hit us with your lock of the week. Uh, my lock, uh, Ricky alluded to it earlier. Um, this is a Jets podcast. Um, like he said, I don't know how that happened. Um, <laughs> it just kind of, you know, when you find something that you love, you really just lean into it. Um, I understand the page, like he said earlier, the Patriots blew out the Jets the first matchup, but. I think they come out hot after the bye week. Give me the Jets plus four and a half as my lock of the week. I like it. I uh, I like I teased them earlier, and the thing about it was is what's crazy is even in my tease, you know, I have them at ten and a half. You get the good number. It's like this is another game 
where I'm going to sprinkle some money on the Jets money line, hundred percent, like hundred percent. I think the Jets win this football game. Like I, I am solely confident in us seeing us talking next week about how the Jets won this football game. Um, I'm going to dip my toes back into the Rams game for my lock of the week. I like the Rams over one and a half total touchdowns. Yeah. Again, <laughs> Rams over one. I understand this team has struggled. I understand, et cetera, et cetera, whatever. We got Stafford back. You know what I mean? Yeah, you're like, oh, he doesn't have Cooper Cup. Well, he's got the other white receiver, Ben Scroniak or whatever. Scroniak. I, I don't even know. But, look, this team still has Allen Robinson. They still have a pretty good run game. They still have Tyler Higby. They still have some weapons on this team. I like Tutu Atwell. I like what they can bring to the table in order to score not one. But two touchdowns. You know what I mean? The, the thing about it is, is they could run seven touchdowns in. I don't care. I don't care how they they could get a pick six. I mean, that's possible. Andy Dalton's playing quarterback. You know, <laughs> I don't care how they score these two touchdowns. They're gonna score two touchdowns this week. They might score three or four. I don't care. They might score two touchdowns in the first quarter, and my bet will be done. This is a no-brainer. It's the lock of the week. Trust me. Let's just push this one to the moon. And I'm telling you what, there's a really good prop parlay or a good same game parlay that you can run with the Rams over one and a half total touchdowns and the Rams uh, Rams plus 10. You can even do Rams plus seven if you want to get the line a little bit sexier. There's so many different ways that you can run this that that will really drive. Like I'm all over the Rams this week and I'm going to have some money on the Rams money line. There might be a, a really good parlay out there of the Rams money line, the money line and and. Um, that I, that I really like here. You know what I mean? So th- there's a lot of different variables in play. I mean, and the commanders, like there's a three parlay right there. I don't know what that number would come up to you, but Rams, Jets, commanders, three team parlay that I really love this week. Um, so give me Rams over one and a half total touchdowns as my lock of the week. And like we do each and every week before we go, we share our picks and our quick recap. And I'm going to give Clarkson the floor. All right. So, my picks, we got five of them each this week. I'm going Vikings plus two and a half. They're a home dog to the Cowboys. Um, I don't understand it. It doesn't make sense to me. Um, the Vikings keep every game close, and they're always in it uh, at the end of the game. They're eight and one. They've won seven close games in a row. Uh, give me the Vikings plus two and a half. My next pick, Steelers plus four and a half at home against the Bengals. They are... Mike Tomlin always finds a way to keep games close. I don't understand it. They never get blown out. They did beat the Bengals in week one, like Ricky said, in Cincinnati. So Steelers plus four and a half at home. My next pick, Jonathan Taylor over 85 and a half rushing yards. Um, Taylor is getting all kinds of usage now that Frank Reich is gone. And the Eagles have the 32nd word or the 32nd ranked rush defense in the NFL, which I don't know if you know this, there are 32 teams in the NFL. That means they are last place in rushing defense. Uh, my next pick, Pat Mahomes over 288 and a half passing yards. He's hit this total five straight games. The Chiefs don't have any interest in running the football. Um, and this could be a shootout with the Chargers getting healthy. So give me Pat Mahomes over 288 and a half passing yards. And my lock of the week is the New York Jets plus four and a half against the Patriots. They're coming off a bye. The Patriots might have blown them out in the, in the first matchup, but I think they the Jets come out of the bye hot, well-coached football team, and they keep this game close and potentially even win, like Ricky alluded to. So my lock is New York Jets plus four and a half against the Patriots. 
I like it. Bounce back week for Clarkson is in full effect, which means not a good week for me, but that's just how <laughs> it's gone. But I'm going to take the floor real quick. My bets of the week are as follows. Give me the Rams plus 10, Jets plus 10 and a half, parlay them together, minus 135, Kadarius Tony over 50 and a half yards. I like this bet a lot because no Juju, no Hardman. They're going to have to throw the ball to somebody outside of Kelsey. The Chargers will hone in on Kelsey, even though Kelsey will still probably score eight touchdowns. Give me the Commanders minus two and a half against the Texans. The Commanders have played very good football, won three of the last four since Heineke took over as quarterback. The team's kicking, clicking on all cylinders when the Texans can't even score any points. Um, give me Baker Mayfield over 0.5 touchdowns. He's got to throw one touchdown passes at minus 130. It's an insane bet. I understand what you're saying. Like, what exactly? I agree 100%. Baker Mayfield over touchdowns. Give me the Rams over one and a half total touchdowns as my lock of the week. You cannot tell me with Stafford back, even without Cup, even without uh, Marshall Falk, Torrey Holtz. You could get rid of all of them. I like this team to score two touchdowns. They could even have a couple defensive touchdowns here because the Saints are not good at football. Give me the Rams over one and a half total touchdowns for the week. All right, Clarkson, I'm feeling strong about this week. I feel good. And real quick before we go, I put together a parlay. Not official play, but if you want to play it, you know, let's (laughs) let's go. All right, so you take the Rams. You've taken all the spreads on all these games, right? Rams, Commanders, Vikings, Steelers, Jets. And you're basically taking all of our picks, right? And you're getting plus seven. So you got the Rams plus nine and a half, Commanders plus four, Vikings plus eight and a half, Bengals, or I mean Steelers plus ten and a half, and the Jets plus ten and a half, and you're getting plus 320. And that's... That's insane numbers right there. I really like that a lot. And I mean, I'll probably, whenever I get off the show, I'll be like, Clarkson, it's in the, it's in the queue. Yeah. You know yep. I mean? like, you know, on DraftKings, I don't know if you know, like you have the social group of your friends with people. So Clarkson and I jump in there and be like, hey, bro, I got a couple bets. And he normally yep. with me. He's like, what did you bet? I'm like, just go. <laughs> but it, it's good. Um, like I said, I'm, I'm having fun this year. We're, we're on the season right now. We are sitting. I don't even remember the number because I don't have it up. I swear I thought I did, but I don't, but I do. Hang on one second. We're going to go back up to it real quick before we go. We are 50, 40, and 3. Pretty solid season so far. We're up 10 games on the year. I like it a lot. We're up 12 units um, early on because of basically because of Clarkson hitting those <laughs> a week each and every week, man. We're, uh, we're going to be back. We're, on we're getting back on track. We are. Next week, um, I'm not sure when we're going to record. Quite sure next week because we do have the three big games on Wednesday. We might film after that because there still is football after Wednesday or Thursday. Sorry. Um, but uh, we might have some plays for turkey day for you guys ahead of big week 12 which is insane to even think about that we're in week 12 of the nfl season like i know this season is flying by really fast like once it's over like i don't know what we're gonna do with ourselves do we dive <laughs> back in baseball who the hell knows nobody knows you know what i mean we talked about it last year like no we're not college basketball but, oh jesus here we go <laughs> You know what? I was going to be mean, but you know what? <laughs> this guy is going to be really nice because it's been a tough week for you in the yeah. of Kentucky. So not even just basketball. So, um, yeah. With anytime any, anytime you have the opposing coach crying on your home football field because you they broke their 26-game SEC losing streak, you know you're not having a good time. Straight so. up not have the good. And then you got to go back into work with some. <laughs> I know. <laughs> so, yeah. Tough. Well, folks, we appreciate you guys tuning in. We'll be back next week at some point. We'll make sure to announce it to you guys. We thank you guys for joining us. We'll talk to you guys next week.
Ohio, ready for some quick mental health facts? Let's go. Nearly 2 million Ohioans live with a mental health condition. In the U.S., more than 50% of people will be diagnosed with a mental illness in their lifetime. Depression is a leading cause of disability worldwide. So why are some of us still stigmatizing people living with a mental health condition when we know all of this? Let's listen to the facts and beat the stigma. Ohio, challenge what you know about mental health at beatthestigma.org.